Poop City isn't a place. It's the mediocrity of the American experience. From the perspective of two leftists reading the news, my name is Stephen. And my name is Charles. And our show is called Escape from Poop City. Let's talk about the escapes. Okay, well, if things get too heavy or we get too angry, we can trigger an escape. Which prompts a thought experiment. Like, what is the most Gwyneth Paltrow thing about you? And the most you thing about Gwyneth Paltrow? Or decide on the Mortal Kombat finishing moves of the characters from Shrek. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your pods. You know you want to. Who's holding you back? Do it. Do it. Do it. You guys got questions? I will. Yes, I have questions. Okay. The old college try when it comes to <laughs> generating content for this show. Listen, my <laughs> I have been listening. That's that's fa- that's very apt uh, description considering my track record with college. Wow, jeez. <laughs> I'm listening enough to know that we need like the Debbie Downer sounder for Tim's. Wow, wow, wow. This episode went is up in smoke. Speaking of which, boy, the Yukon Territory. Womp, womp, <laughs> Everything's on fire. You it's know, the true. fact that we're going to be dealing with smoke inhalation for the next, like, six months. Like, mm-hmm. wonder, wonderful womp. life, huh? Womp, womp, womp. My parents have been smoking most of my life, so I've this is nothing new. Smoke inhalation <laughs> all day. My grandfather died of a combination of lung cancer and alcoholism. Womp, womp, <laughs> Welcome to Brose. My name is Matt Kez, and join me as they always do are my bros. From Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. And coming to us live from Crab Fest, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Um, nom, 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 You remember to peel the crab appropriately? Wait, what? I don't just mm-hmm. eat them whole? The fibrous. So, are you having soft shell or hard shell? That's the question. I mean, if you cook them long enough, they're all soft shell. Seems like a personal question. If you cook them long enough, they're all... Well, yeah, sure, but... Uh, are they blue? Blue? Well, I don't know. I'm colorblind. Yellow crab? White crab? Alaskan crab. king crab? Sword yeah, crab? Is that a crab. thing? Yeah, it's, it's the one crab. with the long nose and the sharp pointy thing, and it's a fish, and it's a swordfish. <laughs> but also <laughs> a crab. Mm-hmm. The swordfish crab. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Anyway, uh, we're talking about Crab Fest because a uh, uh, fourth uh, member of the show, Sean O'Brien, is on his way home from Crab Fest, and uh, and uh, he's he's running a little bit behind as a result. So I'm sure he has some uh, delightfully fishy stories uh, for us for when he comes back. I just hope he doesn't come back feeling crabby like the rest of us. Mm. I don't know. That joke is leaving me feeling salty, Rich. Oh, because hey. the ocean. I get it. I'll see mm. if you explain it. It's not funny. Yeah. We are laughing, laughing, and now (laughs) coasting to a halt and stopping. Toots. But Sean will be here for the next two sessions, just skipping this first one. Yeah, yeah, he'll be back for the next next two episodes. He will be back. So if you want to take that as your cue to maybe uh, just, you know, take take a step outside until next week, that's perfectly fine. But in the meantime, you got the three of us here. Hey. 
right here. Just three dudes cutting it up with a glass of wine in front of us. Because that is the premise of our show. We're four bros, in this case, three bros. We sit around, we ask questions about life, the universe, and everything, and we uh, answer those questions uh, with a touch of mirth and a glass of wine, or otherwise. But we do want your questions as well. Uh, you out there in listener land sent us questions for years and years and years, and we still take them on the air. So if you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, this is really giving me some grief here. Anyway, brosequestions at gmail.com if you want yours answered on the air. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But first... We've got to discuss what we're drinking. It's vital. It's integral to the podcast. So, Tim Hanson, I'm going to start with you. What are you drinking tonight? So, I am drinking uh, a free wine that I got for helping somebody move, uh, and they didn't want to take their alcohol, which is a concept that just blows my mind that people <laughs> won't take their alcohol with them, but whatever. Um, it is a Stella Rosa Blueberry. Um. At some point, I'll read the back of this, but I haven't tried it yet because, like, as soon as I cracked it, I got like a strong whiff of blueberry, and I'm like, "This is either going to be great or fucking horrible." So we're going to find out live. It's definitely blueberry. That's fine. Um, it tastes like juice. It doesn't taste like wine at all. What's the alcohol content on this? Yeah. 1.2. Well, I'll, I'll check back in whenever I figure out what the alcohol content is. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's non-alcoholic and I just didn't know it, in which case that's He's dumb. Bought a big old jug of juice. Yeah, maybe that's why your buddy was so eager to offload it. It's not a non-alcoholic alcohol. It could be. I mean, we got like four bottles of wine, uh, a full bottle of tequila, some vodka, and uh, an unopened... Uh, Cavassier. Uh, it's just like, why? <laughs> I mean, why I'll, would you I'll take get rid it, of that much? Because he didn't want to take anything with him. Was he moving? Uh, I have no joke. Never mind. Rich. Yes. What are you drinking? Oh, my turn. Uh, I am drinking a can of Southern Tier Distilling Company Bourbon Smash. Because mm -hmm. it's my birthday session this session, guys. Woo! Whoop, 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 whoop. So it is uh, ginger, mint, and lemon. I had it. I think I had this last year or like two years ago. I don't remember. It's good. I like it. It's only Very ten nice. percent though. For beer, it's pretty good. Well, it's it's bourbon. It's it's a it's, oh, a, it's a bourbon in a can. Okay. Yeah, it's See. a cocktail in a can. It's only ten percent. Uh, one of these Johns. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right. That's not bad. That's not bad. I. I'm drinking a glass of uh, Fragzint Prosecco Rosé uh, from DOC, which I can only assume is the District of Columbia. So this is coming straight from Georgetown, everybody. Uh, yeah. Fragzint, uh, the DOC. Are you sure uh, it's not anyway. like Department of Corrections? Like, is this like a prison wine? Uh, yes, it's the yes, it's from the Department of Corrections. It's actually from uh, according a government warning. This is from prison. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, on the back. You nailed it. So does it, tell you, does it tell you which cell block it came out of and which toilet uh, tank it came out of? <laughs> it just says um, Stabby says hello. So, oh, yeah. I'll yeah, save my brother-in-law knows Stabby. That's how you know this is a good one. So uh, I'm drinking this because it's a bottle that uh, my wife and I opened up last night to celebrate our wedding anniversary, and it was not finished yet. Um, and so I'm testing 
the the effectiveness of this uh, bubbly effervescent wine stopper that we have. And so far, so good. It's very bubbly uh, with the with the stopper as well, which is which is nice. You can't always count on that with the with the, the sparkling wine, the sparkling rosés, and all that. So it's pretty good. It's a dessert wine. It is what it is. Uh, but it is it's solid. I'll take it. Nice. Also, happy so, anniversary. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, five years, the wood anniversary. Wood. Giggity. Some wood. Yeah, I just got. I just went down to Home Depot, got her a uh, a gigantic two by four, and uh, and she hasn't spoken to me since. I don't know why. I assume I assume she's just flabbergasted, just mulling over what you could do with a two by four. You know, with the prices of lumber, you'd figure she'd be a little bit more excited about that. That's what I. That's what I told her. I was like, "Look, Tom Massey told me that the price of lumber is through the roof, and that uh, maybe she could use this to go. I don't know." tell congress about it or something like that i don't know so yeah. perfect maybe, she, maybe she's plotting her trip down to the capitol who knows anyway who's got a question brose questions at gmail.com uh if you want your question answered on the air uh do you guys have something you want to start us off with hmm. you know what i'll i i got i got something fun okie doke um so question is was there ever an argument that you had with your parents when you were like a teenager or young adult that you won? Um, and I asked this because I was reminded like within the past week and a half about a story I have where my parents were away for the weekend and it's me and my brother and sister were home uh, uh, while they're away and I happened to end up drinking the last can of Pepsi. My mom comes home and looking around and the Pepsi's gone. There's no Pepsi. She's freaking out. Like, where's this Pepsi? Where where is it? Blah blah blah. And and, and I don't I'm like, I drank it. And so she gar- gets really mad at me and starts yelling at me. And she says straight up, Why did you drink the last Pepsi? There's plenty of other fucking shit in this house to drink. Now what am I supposed to drink? And then I look her dead in the eye and I say to her, There's plenty of other F and S in this house to drink. And she just stops. My dad leaves the room and starts laughing. And she sends me to my room. And I found out, like, a few years later, that, like, my brother was in the kitchen when my dad walked away. And my dad's like, I can't do anything. He's right. I can't. He's right. I cannot punish him for this. And so, just like, it was ever, like, a... Uh, any sort of situation you guys are in, my family used to get into a lot of like full family arguments. And they were always like yelling matches for the dumbest things, like why didn't you get your chores done? But it's like, is there ever any sort of situation you guys might have gotten into with that with your parents, where it's like, you know, you actually won that for once. Like they, you, you actually, you didn't do anything wrong. I'm going to partially reject the premise of this question because what I heard was you cussed at your mom and got sent to your room. No, 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 no. I literally said what I said. There's plenty F of other F and S in this house to drink. I did not okay. curse at her. Smart. So you got sent to your room for not cursing at her. I How got sent to my be room correct. for being for being correct. Yeah. That doesn't sound like you won. I <laughs> won. Like be- the hammer of justice crushed you. I I consider it a win because my dad said and my dad turned around and was like I I can't I can't he's not in trouble I can't get Injustice him in trouble for this. Injustice prevailed. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty then. Uh, all right. So, do you have a situation where you got into an argument with your parents and won? Yeah. I would say no. Um, simply because really the only person I've had arguments with 
like that would have been my mom. And I, I love my mom to death, but um, I definitely get my stubbornness from somewhere, which would be her. And um, as as I've grown up and evaluated my family relationships, I've realized that uh, she will gaslight the fuck out of anyone, twist and change stories and change her position and then some like whatever it is to just like make sure that she's never never wrong uh so no (laughs) you can't win if someone's constantly moving the goalpost yeah i get that i mean i think i successfully argued the merits of voting third party to my mother when I was like 26. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I, nothing's coming to mind as far as like my adolescence. Uh, like when, like when I got into a fight with my mom and it worked out. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and, and with my father, we didn't argue a whole lot. No, I mean, I guess uh, the one disagreement that my dad and I would have would be like, I'm better at Madden than you. And then he would say no. And then I'd win. And then <laughs> freaking nailed it, knocked it out. Uh, got him. So that's so yeah, got him. Just, just slam dunked it right in his face. So that's nah, no, nothing else has come to mind. I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I, I plan to argue with my parents plenty when I was a, a teenager. But uh, in retrospect, I'm like I was acting a little bit like a snot nosed little shit. So probably <laughs> deserved behavior, a deserved response in that case. Maybe that maybe there was an instance where I, I did, but nothing's coming to mind. Mm. It works. That makes okay, sense. You got any others? Uh, not for me. No, the only one that I it, it, I was I was dog sitting for my parents, and I'd grabbed a soda while there, and it reminded me of that story because I thought I might have grabbed the last soda. <laughs> I was like, oh, I need to replace this, and I go looking around, and I eventually find one after like five minutes of searching. Um, and it just reminded me of that story. If you just drank alcohol like a normal teenager, you wouldn't be in this position. You know, that's liquor out of your dad's liquor cabinet, then all this would have been just brushed under the rug. Nobody would have known a thing. My dad was a beer guy my whole life. He didn't have liquor, so I wasn't able to sneak that stuff, and he knew how yeah. much beer he had. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would have been even more suspicious then. It's like an empty liquor bottle in the house. And be like, oh, where, where did this come from? Oh, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You guys turn to your mom and be like, do you have a problem? Are you drinking? Start drinking liquor? (laughs) You're drinking so much liquor, you forgot you drank it? I guess. You you drank a fifth before we left for the the weekend? (laughs) I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. Pre-gaming like a champ. It's it's even more wild because you drove. You drove and you you drove better than you ever had before. Jober is a such. Yeah. Your dad just talks like that to himself like that for five hours in the living room. <laughs> Rethinking every move and every moment. Yeah. Just like people yeah, just like yammering to himself like a madman. Uh, any other uh, arguments you got into with your folks that you won? Uh, no, none that I won. But all mm-hmm. of my family arguments were always dumb. It was always, do your chores. Why didn't you do your chores? I forgot. Mm-hmm. I will do them. Okay. And then... Mm-hmm. I don't do them within two minutes. It's like, do your chores. And then it's like, okay, I'm getting to it. And then a minute later, do your, they're always stupid. Those kinds of arguments. Hmm. Oh, it's usual. The parent and the kid. Yeah. 
yeah. sniping at each other. All right. Here. I got a question. I actually got two questions because one's a quickie and it's directed specifically towards one member of this podcast. Rich, uh, I saw a few of your tweets uh, recently about uh, having to get stuck at work late. It might have even been recent. I wrote this down maybe a couple weeks ago. Uh, I've been stuck in work, getting stuck at work late a lot frequently. Um, have you considered working faster? <laughs> Look, it's not, it's not a it matter seems of... to me if you were just faster, <laughs> then you'd be able to leave. Well, so the things that, that get me stuck at work late, I don't remember posting about being stuck at work late, but... The things that get me stuck at work late are automated systems that I have to sit there and watch them run as they're running. So I Why can't don't you watch them better. I, I do. I watch them while getting overtime. Uh, sure. <laughs> so you're gaming the system. Not entirely. Mm, okay. Interesting. Anyway, my actual question uh, is, uh, all right, so here we go. This is a uh, current events based. So uh, as a hypothetical, if you were a U.S. soldier stationed in South Korea, about to be flown back to the United States to face charges for assault, and your choices were to either A, board the plane and face the music, or B, flee to the totalitarian human rights nightmare of a nation to the north of you for safe harbor, which character from the office would you attempt to channel as you made your decision? Oh, Creed Pratton, of course. Creed, 100%. I'd be Creed. Why like, Creed? Because he's already a criminal on the run throughout the entire series, so... I would, oh. I would need to understand what life is like to be a criminal on the run. Okay. Tim Hansen? See, you're, you're assuming that I know enough about any of these characters to know their See, names. Here's the problem, is that I picked a show that I figured that we'd all watch, but as I, as I got closer to the showtime, I was like, I don't know if... I didn't watch enough of The Office, right? I know like four <laughs> characters with, 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 with fair certainty uh, and everybody else. Um, I'm I'm literally yeah. watching through it right now. So again, yeah, I'm, I'm, BJ Novak's character because he's always writing shit down. Seems like he's got like a pretty good plan in place. He's taking notes, so maybe I try to channel him. Like try to let you know lay low for the most part, and then use all the knowledge I've acquired as being a fly on the wall to like you know make my move. So you're gonna? I mean, he is another crime guy because he gets in he gets in trouble with like insider training and shit throughout later on in the series. So. Ah yes, white collar crime, the the blue collar man's crime. Yeah, well, uh, was, of no, course. He he, what was it? It was he was falsifying sales by forcing the sales to mark the, the, them both in person and online at the same time to make it uh, seem like they were doubling sales and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, and then drugs okay. too. I think I think it was drugs as well. Oh, that seems very pertinent. I would I would absolutely. Uh, I'm that guy. That then. <laughs> yeah, that guy. drugs man. So BJ Novak's drugs man. This friggin' story about this military dude. Like, yeah. how ridiculous, how stupid are you that if you're gonna run off, you're gonna run off to fucking North Korea of all places? Mm. But, like, did he actually, he did get across to North Korea, right? And they oh, arrested yeah, he's, him? He's detained he's there. in North Korea currently. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, North like, Korea won't confirm it, but, like, dude, they've, they've got him. I've yeah like obviously they have him and like what do you think you were gonna do you think you were gonna be able to sell state secrets to North Korea like it, I just I don't understand where this dude's mindset was I I, I almost feel like it was uh, somebody was there and they're just like you won't 
<laughs> like, I feel like his intention was just like, uh, I mean, I'll run across and be like, ha, 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 I'm already in trouble. Why the fuck not? Uh, what are they going to do? Detain me? Yeah, and that's yeah, the answer. Yeah, they will. Yeah, probably. It's North Korea. This is like a, the, the, you only go in. There's only, it's like the, you only go in. There's no out. Of yeah. North Korea. Yeah. Uh, or, or he's yeah. like, wants to give the finger to Uncle Sam. So he's like, I'm going to make you trade someone for me. And then they're just going to be like, well, I mean, we were going to throw you in the brig anyway. So bye. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give you like I, what is, what's like a, a D minus level like North Korean prisoner of war that we could send over to them. Like maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Or like but, or yeah. like you, the way you do it in baseball when you want to trade for somebody but they're not really worth a damn. So you send quote unquote cash considerations. So you're like, we'll send you cash considerations. Like what does that mean? Like, oh. like Biden's just like rummaging around in his like velvet couch. Like oh. I, I considered mean, you giving was, you cash and then I I got you a nickel. Did. With how higher nineteen forty two nickel, with how higher national debt is, he'd have to be strumming through the couch to be able to pay for a, a yeah, trade. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Rich, Rich is playing directly to me. But, uh, <laughs> but back to your actual question, I would probably channel Dwight just because the man has like so many plans for so many things, and it would just be like, oh, secretly, I've already learned Korean, so I'm just gonna disappear into this country forever theoretically the korean would have helped him in south korea as well as north korea but correct uh, he, but you're correct i just i just never would have gone to north korea like ever yeah 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 i the but fact that he got away who might be like i'll eventually like like usurp the uh, usurp the, <laughs> the usurp kim jong-un I'll yeah. become the new Kim Jong Un. I'll become the new supreme leader. The that guy would who... be that would be Dwight. Dwight would totally yeah. be like, I, I'm, I'm just going to be the new leader. That's it. Yeah, I'll be the new guy who goes golfing for the first time and shoots a hole in one every single hole. Got him. Mm. But um, now that... yeah, I feel like that would be my answer. Would be Dwight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, that's a good one. That's a good one. But uh, I, so, I love if... that he got away from his base and then made it all the way. To North Korea, right. it's like that's already impressive that you got that far. But then also, why? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I guess that's the the vested interest the U.S. has is like if he does. I mean, I don't know what he's got. I, I, I didn't look at read too far into the stories to find out like what rank he is or anything like that. But like if he does have anything that's proprietary information, then they might want to be like, let's get him out of there before he starts spilling everything because he's he's. They're going to torture him, and he's going to be a twerp about it and tell him immediately. And if he hasn't already. Not to insinuate that somebody who's tortured is a twerp, but, like, the behavior of somebody who, like, beats the shit out of somebody else in the army and then runs away to an opposing country, uh, twerp behavior. So, Here. yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, it, there's some vested interest there in getting him back, but I don't know. Uh, I guess if you feel like you're going to go home and be embarrassed and you know, uh, dishonorably discharged and possibly serving time somewhere. Like, yeah, I guess, I don't know, roll the dice and try to hang out with Kim Jong-un and explain to him that you're also a cinephile just like he is. And then maybe you bond and you hang out at the palace. Do they have a palace there. Oh, yeah. So um, he was a cavalry scout. Oh, get him out of there. Scream. Um, <laughs> Scout. He's like, guys. I got knowledge for you. I know where yeah. all of the North Korean spies are. And they're like, yeah, so do we. We sent them. Yeah. yeah. Sent them over there. <laughs> I know they're they ours, are. you tw- 
<laughs> Maybe that's why they led him over. Like the, the U.S. Army, he was just like, "Look, before I go, can I? Will you let me just go scout just one last time?" And the guy's like, "Ah, all right, fine, get out there." Yeah, just yeah, just go, like, just go. Yeah, we yeah, got yeah. it. I just go scout. Nah, those are useless. I remember Age of Empires. You send a scout out there and just have him roam the entire periphery of the map and <laughs> just be like, "Do something," and then you don't pay attention to him until he gets attacked by Mongols. And then, yeah, those guys are yeah, expendable. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not saying he's expendable. If, if a member of the family is listening, I hope he comes back safely. Anyway, um, any other thoughts? Don't go to North Korea. Yeah. What would uh, what country Travel would tip. you uh, would you uh, run to if uh, you were on the run? Russia, Probably apparently. South Korea. That's that. Honestly, that's that. That was my thought. Would be go to Russia. Russia would love yeah. to get any intelligence from us. I don't think. They... Yeah. Well, Teddy Snowden's been there for like a decade. True, true that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're not gonna. I mean, unless you bring like, you know, unless you walk into the country thinking like, hmm, marijuana is an interesting drug, and then they immediately just pull you over. Like, oh, he was thinking about marijuana. <laughs> we heard it. Uh, we, we heard yeah. his thoughts. We heard his thoughts about marijuana. As long as you don't do that, like they'll they'll let you stay there forever. Yeah. You're not, they're not gonna send you back. You can't actually. They have no extradition. Uh, uh, treaty with the U.S. So they just stay there as long as they want, as long as you don't go to jail. Yeah, as long as you don't fuck it up, um, you're good. Yeah, you'd be fine. Where would you go, Rich? Uh, honestly, I was thinking probably if I was on the run from the U.S. government, I would definitely probably be Russia. As much as mm. I hate Russia at this point with everything that's still going on with the Russian-Ukraine war, and I don't want to have anything to do with Russia... Oh, you're in self-preservation mode at this point, though. Yeah, you're on the run so, from your own. You're you're an expat at this point. Like, you're, yeah, you're you're making moves. Yeah, it's like it's like it's not like you can. It's not like you can go to like somewhere. Yeah, I'll say it. it's not like you could go somewhere nice. You have to go to like Russia or North Korea mm-hmm. or something like yeah, that. You Maybe to, you can't go to may- Canada and be like, keep me safe. Like Trudeau's yeah. gonna send you back like immediately. Exactly. Maybe China, but you I mean, if you did Cuba? go to. China's got enough of a vested interest where they would probably still work to send you back. Okay. Like there's, you, I, 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 th- I think they still have a, enough of vested interest where they would do that. Uh, Russia, no. Yeah. Uh, Cuba. I, I think because I mean Cuba's borders are are they've been open for a few years. Um, yeah. But Cuba I, does not is a non extradition country with the U.S. Hmm. Well, my understanding I, is that Cuba kind of stinks. <laughs> It's just not a great place to be in general, but you know, I mean, go to Barbados. Go Barbados. Belarus. Now they got um, what's his name, Bolsonaro, out of there. They now they got a uh, yeah. See, there's th- three quarters of his podcast would be just fine. They got like a hard lefty in there as uh as their their leader <laughs> in in Brazil, and they just go down there. And they I I don't think they've got a phenomenal. Well, I I shouldn't say that they didn't have phenomenal. They they might have a good relationship with the U.S. They you could go that. be a Chad and Chad. I want to be. I want to be a Chad. I'll change my name to Chad as well and be the Giga Chad. Honestly, I'd probably go to the Czech Republic. Mm. Fucking amazing food. Strong country. Mm-hmm. Also, a country though that I think that has a good relationship with the U.S. and would probably politely send you right back to uh, FBI headquarters, regardless of their non-extraditions. Do they not? Do they not do that? I'm literally going off of a list of everyone who is a non-extradition. 
The Czech Republic doesn't have an extradition agreement with the U.S.? No. What does the Czech Republic have against us? I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe the, you know what it is? You know what it is? I think that, that that's more an oversight than like an intentional move. I think it's more like the U.S. would get to that point and be like, hey, guys, we forgot to send you the paperwork for this. And the Czech Republic would be like, oh, yeah, sorry. Hold on. Let me, let me get you out of here. <laughs> Our bad. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, 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 sure. Oh, but I lied. Just... This, this lists a ton of countries. And even though it says the header says non-extradition countries, there's also another column that says yes or no. So I lied. Oh. Czech Republic is a yes. <laughs> Chad is that a seems, no. I say that seems like a it seems like so, a real like unnecessarily strong statement by the Czech Republic to not Tim, have an extradition agreement with them. Oh, Tim, yeah. Tim's Tim's going through the list and it's like, oh, Mexico's on there. All right, yeah, I'll go to Mexico. <laughs> Canada, no, Canada. no, they'll chop me into a million pieces. And then Nebraska never... has a non-extradition agreement. Oh, <laughs> I could go to Georgia, the country, yeah. not the state, not the state. No. Ukraine, probably. Although I don't, I don't know. I heard it's a little crazy there right now. It's it's it's, it's only a little crazy. It's not it's not too wild over there. Just a little bit. Yeah. All right, Tim. Enough stalling. Uh, it's time for your question. Let's go. The listener has been waiting for you to regale us with uh, the the the, po- the question you're ready to posit us. On Dude, there's show. no there's no stalling. I was never going to Russia. <laughs> that was you guys, not me. Okay, fine. Oh boy. Um. Okay. So my my question is a little timely uh to my current events but um have you ever had an issue um where within your group of friends there is a particular friend uh that just like over the years has become i don't want to say less than savory individual but just like a douche and like it, it's been slow enough, mm-hmm. and and maybe you've been, it's been slow enough that it's just like slowly gotten worse over the years, and everyone's just kind of like, yeah, I mean, he he does that sometimes, and it's like, yeah, but what he just did in this instance is like, fucking horseshit. Why are we not doing anything about this? Why are we not really saying anything other than just you should say you're sorry, to which the apology was horseshit. Uh, or something along those lines. Have you ever had a friend in a friend group that the rest of the friend group is just like, ah, it's not a big deal. And you're like, but it is. Mm-hmm. Can we take a look at that, please? Yeah. Yeah. I've, um, I, uh, there and was what this did you one. Do? So there was this one dude that we used to know. Um, I was, what was his? I, I think his initials were. Were his initials really JW? Because I know two JWs. No, I can't. I can't. I can't remember his initials. Um, but he was a friend. Because uh, I don't want to use. I honestly can't remember his name right now. Um, uh, he was a friend that we met through other friends, and uh, we ended up like hanging out with him more than the other friends. At one point, uh, he was part of one quest with us for the longest time, and um. He was just an absolute ass, and it got to a point where, like, this was when I, early, early to mid, uh, mid to mid twenties, early mid twenties. Um, my brother would have people over his house every Friday, and this dude was the worst. To where I would literally ask who's going to be there, and if that guy was going to be there, I'd show maybe one in uh, one, once a month. 
Like if he if he wasn't going to be there, I I'll be right over. But if he was going to be there, I I don't know if I'd show up. Maybe one in four times. Um, and so this guy was just an absolute ass. I did whatever I could to not hang out with him. I told everyone like, dude, this guy sucks. Why do we hang out with him? And everyone's reason to hang out with him. Well, he makes a lot of money and he spends it on us. I'm like that, you know what? The torment's not worth it. Torment's not worth it. I, he he torments me a lot. It's I don't care that he makes a lot of money. Fuck off. This guy sucks. If he's here, I'm not. Unless it's like a big party. But if it's like a board game night or whatever, if he's here, I'm not. If it's a big party, I can avoid him. Um, the last time I talked to him. I remember specifically, we were all hanging out, and this was the last time I ever played Cards Against Humanity. So, if there, like, if you guys ever wanted to play Cards Against Humanity and always wondered why I always refused to play with more than five people, this is why. We're a group of, like, ten or so people playing Cards Against Humanity, all having drinks, and uh, we're sitting around the table. Rounds are taking a long time. People are taking forever to read their cards and, and, and whatnot. And um, the one of the girls that are there with her boyfriend she's she's not the sharpest tool in the shed and she doesn't like there's some hard words in cards against humanity like seppuku she doesn't know how to pronounce that i barely know how to pronounce that and i'm all about the japanese culture um and so she's going through the cards she's a little drunk and she's misreading these cards and this dude is openly mocking her laughing at her uh correct quotes correcting her but like mocking her as he corrects her and it gets to a point where she starts to cry her boyfriend has had enough her boyfriend also doesn't like this guy he throws his cards and is like you know you're a fucking asshole let's go kelly we're done here you guys all suck and he gets up and leaves i look over at this dude and i i, I stand stare right at him like you are an asshole if you don't leave i'm gonna punch you in the face you should leave too and he just said, try it. So I got up and I swung at him. Somebody pushed my arm away before I could hit him. And then I got I got kicked out of the house. All right, I tried to start a fight inside a house. I kind of get it. But I got kicked out of the house. And I'm like, fuck you guys. This guy sucks. We shouldn't hang out with him anymore. I'm never coming into this house with him again. And I leave. Um, over the course of a few months, everyone still continued to hang out with him. Uh, and I was not there. I just refused. And eventually everyone started to realize how much he sucked, even though he made a lot of money and spent it on them. How much he sucked and how much his toxicity, toxicity wasn't worth it. The end-all, be-all of everyone talking to him was, it, again, he was part of one quest. He, uh, he created his own website. And then took all of the articles he wrote for one quest off of one quest and put them on his website. And everyone was mad and upset about that. You stole our content. You stole our content. And I was like, fuck off. Who cares? No one looks at this shit anyway. And we were done with him ever since then. So, like, he left us at that point. But I cut him out of my life when when I had enough of him. Fun. Yeah. I wish it had a happy ending. I, I wish... He's I gone. wish everybody, everybody was pissed off and nobody talked to each other. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, like, like I, like I, I've obviously I still talk to everyone else besides him and his two other friends that we met him through. That's a whole nother okay, different so you story. Stay, you stay connected with that that group of friends. I, yeah, uh, I stayed. That, that you stepped out. Uh, yeah, or, or yeah. asked to leave that one time. 
Yeah, like, I'm still close friends with the dude. He's not with his girlfriend anymore, but I'm still close friends with the dude. And, like, I got home, I called him up, and he's like, I appreciate you, like, trying to knock him out and whatnot. And I was, like, adrenaline running, shaking. I'm like, dude, he's, I've never fucking liked this guy. I don't know why we hang out with him, and I'm never hanging out with him again. And, like, we were on the same level. And, like, I think that maybe made our friendship a little bit closer. But, yeah, this guy was the worst. I now remember his name, and it's not JW. It was JS. Um, Jacob Sutherland. That's what sounds like. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> tough sledding for Jake. Uh, that's a tough story. Um, so somebody's made a group of friends that's generally exhibiting uh, less than savory, toxic behavior. How'd you handle it? Nobody, and nobody else is taking it seriously. Was that a stipulation as well, Tim? Like, you, you, no one else is really taking it to the level of seriousness that you feel like it deserved? For the most part, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had that exact set of circumstances. And if it's uh, me, you can say that. That's fine. I can I can take criticism. So somebody that I know who's named Mitz Manson uh, is... <laughs> uh, so uh, the, 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 only, the only specific person that's coming to mind... It was sort of a tough, I sort of, frankly, through circumstances, was able to sort of exit the relationship without much confrontation because there was a, a global pandemic that was sort of uh, putting a wedge. It was a, both the incident, the, 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 the pandemic was both the incident that sort of caused our, our it, it drove the fracture deeper between us uh, and also, uh, you know, it basically allowed the 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 Irish goodbying of the relationship without much incidents because there was no there was no like hey let's meet up and talk about this because there was no the, nothing to talk about mm-hmm. uh, there's no place to talk about uh, it was sort of something like that it was basically somebody who was not taking the pandemic seriously and um, I also had potentially been watching a lot of Tucker Carlson's uh, monologues on manliness and sort of parlaying the monologues on manliness into this conversation about like why we weren't getting together in person on account of the pandemic. And, uh, that was just a brief conversation, uh, where I just was like, cause there's a pandemic too. Cause everybody's getting sick. My wife works at a hospital where everybody's sick and dying all the time. And, uh, there was not much communication after that. And that was okay with me. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so that's the only one I can think of offhand. Uh, and, and again, it was not a situation where like people, in my friend group were clamoring like, Hey, where'd that guy go? Uh, so yeah. it was not a, not, there was nothing like that. Uh, I do occasionally very seldom, but still occasionally get asked about said friend. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, like I said, unfortunately people change, people grow apart and that specific time of life sort of, uh, really put some distance between people and certainly put some distance between, uh, me and this fella here, and so I don't really know a lot of what's going on with him right now. Uh, you know, I hope everything is all right with him. Uh, but that's really about it. And I think as far as like how you deal with that, how I would have dealt with that in a normal circumstance, I think if it was anything, it would be a separate conversation with him specifically. And if they were, if somebody, if my friends were really Jones and like, hey, look, we Phil is an integral part of this friend group, and even though. He, he thinks that COVID was a bioweapon sent over to destroy everybody except for the Jews and the Chinese uh, or something like that. 
just to pick out a random example of, of conspiracy theory that nobody could possibly believe uh, that, uh, you know, even though he believes that, you know, we, we, we got to keep him around. I, I, I genuinely don't know, like because uh, I think it's at that point, it becomes a value judgment of, OK, my friends believe this. Is this going to be the thing that causes me to not hang out with them anymore? That's that's I that's all kind of comes down to is like when you get to the point where somebody is just like if your friends are just hell bent on it, you've talked to them about it. I think that was we you you sort of escalate, you talk to them about it it, separately, and just be like, hey, look, we really got to have a conversation with Phil, and you know if they're really hell bent on not hanging on not expelling Phil from the friend group, then it's a look in the mirror situation, and like all right, that's I think that's as far as you can go is like you sort of you talk about with your friends, talk about with your friends, you talk about with. Phil, quote unquote. I'm sorry to anybody named Phil out there who listens to this show. Just getting, <laughs> Poor Phil. Just getting, just catching strays left and right with this hypothetical conversation. But I think that's all you can do is is you hash it out with them, you hash it out with your friends, and if nothing else happens, then you sort of just you take a look in the mirror and say, okay, what kind of do I value these friendships enough to keep going with them in spite of the fact that they continue to associate with this this fella? It's yeah. it's so crazy that you were friends with Andrew Tate. I mean Phil uh, mm. for as long as you were. I, you know, my, my buddy, Phil Tate, went through some tough times <laughs> at the beginning of the pandemic. Everybody was sort of, you know, sort of grasping onto a philosophy to cling to. And his was that the only way to stave off COVID was to go outside, breathe on people and uh, tan your groin. And, you know, it it obviously worked out for him until they they busted his human trafficking ring. But womp, womp. Hey, good, good luck to Phil. Good luck, good, luck, Phil. good luck to Phil. I, it's yeah. I, it's a shame Sean's not here because he has told the story a few times where like in high school he had a friend he had a friend group and there was one friend who was like he had recognized as being very racist and the rest of the group was like no nah, no nah, he's fine he's cool and he eventually was like oh no everyone sucks and he cut off the mo- most of the most of those friends he's told that story a few times on here so yeah. this would be like a good question for him to answer it's a shame he's not here right now. Yeah. Although theoretically, it sounds like he's kind of answered the question, which is he cut the yeah. friends out. Yeah. I mean, maybe he could maybe he could lean the step by step. We'll, we'll rope him in. In theory, he should be here in the next eleven minutes. So we'll we that. hope so. Yeah, we can, we can only hope. Um, um, so what, do you have, uh, what else do you have on that, Tim? So for me, the the thing that brought this question up is, um, uh, so I I have a group of friends from college, uh, ever uh, via uh, an acapella group that I was in. And currently, I'm in the alumni group, which is less of an alumni group, but that's kind of besides the point. So I've known all these people for, at this point, 15 years. Um, and like I was away from this group for a long, for a handful of years, and like things have happened, and things are there's been various projects and various efforts, and one of the projects. Um, was a very lofty endeavor into a compilation song that is very difficult. Uh, it's like an eight-minute song, which is longer than any other acapella song we've done. Um, and it's literally jumping between... It, it's I'm not going to say which album it is, but it's a compilation of an entire album of music. So you're literally going through all of the tracks on that album over the course of this song. So difficult Finally, to learn. Somebody did the acapella of the massacre by 50 cents. <laughs> so they, it. 
they basically wanted to do like a pitch perfect style compilation song or something like that. This is what it sounds like to me. Well, I've never seen Pitch Perfect, uh, so I don't know. But like, there's there's all sorts of compilations. But normally, it's like you do a couple of songs. That's it. Like we've been doing that for years. We I don't know why we call it interpolate, but like that's what we've always referred it to. And it's like, oh, we'll re- we'll interpolate some Radiohead into this. Um, uh, who does Last Dance with Mary Jane? Tom Petty. Tom so Petty. we'll put Radiohead into this Tom Petty song, or we'll put fucking um, Chumba Wumba into this into uh, Possum Kingdom, or so, like we've we've done. We have a history of doing that. We for a long time. We predate Pitch Perfect, bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this was a very lofty endeavor. So like. The arrangement took forever, and but they wanted to record this and put this out. Very lofty goal, but this all started at the beginning of the pandemic, in the height of the pandemic. So, like, clearly this was difficult because different people from driving, not everybody is in Philadelphia. People are coming from all over the place for this group. Uh, I'm getting lost in the weeds of the details of the project, but the point is, this person wanted to air a complaint and just be like yo i don't want to spend any more time on this it's been three years we should just scrap it which if he if that was it if that was all he once said cool Let, let's talk about it let's have that conversation but he started the conversation with like yo this thing is a fucking dumpster fire quote and then like wall of words of just like this thing sucks. You guys suck without saying you guys suck, but essentially implying that, well, other people have done things over the last couple of years. What, like, clearly we're fucking garbage. And it's like, dude, if you want to leave, leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a bunch of other ideas. Somebody else joins the conversation and it's just kind of like, yeah, like, that's a bit harsh. I understand your gripe, but like, it definitely wasn't a dumpster fire having lives and you know having children are definitely things that are more important than a fucking acapella group um blah 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 and he just doubles down he's like nope fuck you guys this is horseshit um person b is just like all right well i'll take the high road and just be like we're not having that argument clearly you don't want to fucking hear it so Whatever. Let me elaborate on these other things and how unrealistic those things are. So, so this this guy eventually this, this you kept this guy around in spite of the fact that he was just telling you guys to pound sand, basically. Yeah, I mean, I'll get to why, but uh, okay. it, it's very frustrating. But essentially, does like, he a, does he have a lot of money and he uh, <laughs> bankroll the operation? There's some back and yeah. there's some back and forth, and like. The other person is trying to be like, yo, like, here's some criticism or like some points on your idea, which is literally in an in a ideas and feedback thread. And he's getting feedback, but it's not the feedback he wants. So he's just trying to double down and be like, well, blah, 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 blah. And eventually the other guy just gets annoyed. And it's just, it's just like, well, I wish you good luck since you clearly don't want to hear anything that I have to say. And then the agreement. The first guy just like, it's just like, well, why you got to be sarcastic about it? And he's like, I'm not. I wish you luck. You don't want to hear what I have to say. Good luck. And that goes mm-hmm. back and forth. And he's just like, well, okay, boomer. 
And then he just like from there, it's just like gets into name calling. It's like, are we? We're adults, right? <laughs> We've been friends for 15 plus years, right? What the fuck was that? I need to hear this guy. This guy who's going scorched earth on you is like, well, but well, that this he does this make so the best better. meatball parm in the group. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so, so, literally, the other person who was trying to take the high road on this was like, you know what? Fuck it. I have a life. I don't have to deal with any of you. So he just pieced out of uh, this whole thing, uh, and then other people start responding to his points, not about the argument, just to his points, and are essentially reiterating the things that the guy who left said. And he's like, "Yeah, okay, okay," and he's taking it with like cons- constructive feed- criticism now. And it's like, "Well, what the fuck was that?" So I hop in at work, and I was like, "Yo, I don't know what the fuck that was." But that is not how we talk to each other, and that is never happening again. And he pops up later, and he's like, I apologize for my part in this. I tried to bring it up to the aggressor, and nothing was done about it. It's like, motherfucker, you're the aggressor. <laughs> so I started a whole conversation. I was like, if you don't know that you're the aggressor, then what the fuck is wrong with you? Without the language, because that didn't need to happen. But it's like you started this conversation with fire, you doubled down, and you literally took a friend of 15 plus years, okay, boomered him out of the fucking conversation. Like, that's unacceptable. You're the one who went wrong. Sarcasm didn't help, totes, but like, you are the aggressor. He's like, I wasn't aggressive at all. Look at this part of the conversation. He starts cherry picking things. And then he's like getting mad about like, well, I don't care about this thing. And it's like, cool. Neither do I. I don't give a shit about the topic of your conversation. I care about how you treated another person that we are friends with. That's fucked up. Uh, and then while I was driving home from uh, someone just like stopped the conversation. It's like, this is done. And it's like, but it's not because he still doesn't fucking get it. He thinks that ev- everyone's mad about this thing. And it's like, no, you were being a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. I I know people like that where I, I've had to give them, they're like, hey, we're not, at this point, we're not talking about what the original argument was. We're talking about how you acted in this argument because that was uncool. Yeah, but he just kept trying to like, well, here's why my argument's reasonable. And it's like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. One, you're wrong, but also I don't care. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and it, essentially we have... We also have a group for just like venting or 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 just like, yo, I need a helpful ear or like some advice room for that. We had to make another one because he was being a douchebag in that one. So we have another one that he's not in. You have hmm. three group chats about this acapella group? Oh, we got way more than that. <laughs> they have um, to have group chats excluding other people. Between or? group between <laughs> group me and Discord, we got so many. All right, I've, I have a second question for this episode. How many group chats are there about Brose? <laughs> just the one. Just Facebook. The one. Just the one? Okay. Yeah. Um, but like everyone is one, agreeing Matt. that of he's... Of course, it's just the one. Everybody's worried about it. But I'm just annoyed because everyone's talking about like how I found out this conversation was even happening was people complaining about it. And I'm like, yo, so why am I the only one trying to address this? You all agree that this is bullshit and this is garbage. You're complaining about it, but why is no one addressing this? 
And then I was just like, yeah, if if he wasn't a friend of 15 plus years and he wasn't the only beatboxer we have in the group or only worthwhile beatboxer, he'd be fucking gone. Mm-hmm. Like that if we didn't know him for so long, his way he would have been gone. Turntable. Yeah. Yes. Which I mean it's that's that's like I I that's the drummer dilemma. It's always the drummer's gotta be an asshole, but you can't find it's very hard to find a new drummer. Yo, so, Pat is an amazing human being and no such thing as an asshole. <laughs> but like it's like I've I've seen a lot Best of bands drummer. like <laughs> I've seen a lot of uh, <laughs> You gotta stop doing this because this group's whack. Ow! <laughs> Uh, like I, I knew a few bands that like Next they we gotta keep them. He's, he's, he's they, good. they, they, they couldn't find a new drummer, and their drummer was an asshole. And it's like you can, it, a lot of bands have a, a much easier time finding a new bassist, a new guitarist, and even a new lead singer. But the drummer is one of the hardest positions to fill, and so the bass they'll is go like the easiest one to fill because you just like make stuff up as you go along. That's fine. Exactly. Most people can't hear it because they're hearing shit. Just tell, already, just tell so the guitar like, player and be like, "What what chord do you play?" And I'll just do the root note of that. And that Flea, exactly. what are you playing? I'm not even plugged in. <laughs> I'm just trying to piss off the bass players. They just do the root note of all the guitar chords. It's fine. Nice. Yeah. Just uh, all, yeah. all quarter notes. That's that's, yeah. that's that is a dilemma because it's like, all right, he is the best one and the thing that we need him for, and it's going to be near impossible probably to find somebody who can do this as good or better. <laughs> so we kind of got to deal with his toxicity, but he also pushed away somebody in from the group. Yeah, which has to be dealt with. Like he's in other chats. It's just like he's essentially just like if it's actually related to the group and not just us shooting the shit. I'm not. I'm out. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Nope. And it's like cool, 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 cool. And he's like one of the older guys from the group. I say older. He's maybe six years older than I am. So it's like it's, it, you went to school with him. Like I didn't even get to go to school with him. He had already graduated by the time I met him. But like you went to school with him, and you're being that much of a douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> Are you kidding me? But but it is what it is. Like it, I I'm trying to call it out, and or, it did call it out, and everyone else has a problem with it, but no one's doing anything. And it's just like I this I feel like this is going to be that thing. It's like well. I might stay friends with you guys, but like, if this is the shit that's going to come out of being part of this group, then I'm just not going to do it. Like, I love singing, but also no. Yeah, I, it's it's going to be the that's the unfortunate thing with a situation like this is it's going to have to end up being, look, if this is how this guy is, and you guys don't want to do anything about it, then I'm not going to do this. It, it sucks yeah. to do, no matter how much you love a thing, it, you have to walk away when you know it's not healthy for you. Yeah, yeah. Seems to me like the solution is Brose Barbershop Quartet. You start booking gigs like right next door to this these this acapella uh, group, and just like really make it a point to like put the screws to them every time you can. Yeah, and then, (laughs) or we could do that before I leave, and I'll just jump back and forth. (laughs) Yeah. What it is? is You keep signing up for gigs with them and then bailing at the last minute, screwing them over for the gig, and then you go play (laughs) at the showing up with someone else. No, it's we we have to very very obviously dressing up for your other gig as you leave, and then yeah, like what are you wearing? Nothing. We have to open for them. So they're not barbershops, Mark. No, (laughs) open for them, and then I just leave. Yeah, open for them and be like, all right, guys, my uh, my throat is sore. I can't. 
Yeah. I gotta go. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. The last thing you do at all of our shows is do like a heavy, like a metalcore scream to destroy your voice. Be like, sorry guys, I'm sh- I'm shot now. I can't. <laughs> I, f- I, f- I fucked up. <laughs> immediately starts. You start smoking, but only immediately after the set. <laughs> there you go. And any other thoughts on uh, toxic friends and trying to get rid of them? <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you sure this guy didn't win the lottery? I'm trying to go other reasons why. No, he's currently that. living with someone else. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I, with your situation. Wow, right. With your situation, it's tough. Like I've got other friends that like I've I've never had a great one-on-one conversation with, or anytime I get into a group text with them, they tend to be very competitive with anything I have to say or do. So, like, all right, I'm just not going to. I would say I'm being you. combative. I'm trying to have like have a conversation <laughs> with you, Rich. No, it's, Matt. When did you change your pronouns? <laughs> it's fluid. It's fluid. Gender's fluid. Tim. Jesus Christ. Read a book. But it's it's no. like because uh, like when I was contemplating leaving Twitch when uh, all of the initial um um what's sponsorship stuff started happening, like I went to a group chat and I was like, yeah, I think I might leave Twitch and. This dude is like, well, it's not all about the money. I'm like, well, it's about my future in the industry, potentially the money. And then he started coming at me that Twitch isn't a job. I'm like, but it's a business and I make money off of it. So I need to worry about my future with this. Um, And he was just attacking me because it's not a job. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to talk to you about it because this wasn't the conversation I was looking for. I was looking for a conversation on possible future. And not, hey, what you do isn't worth doing. Yeah. Which is just like, you suck. And so, like, generally, anytime in that group ch- chat, if I have an issue and I bring it up, this dude comes at me for no reason. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. I saw I saw a joke one time online about George Jetson and, and uh, his relationship Timely. with his wife. Huh? Timely. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was you're bringing the George Jetson jokes in 2023. So, so, so the joke was I saw like a comedian say it on like on a, like a, a reel or something, and he basically reveals that um, George Jetson was at least 24, and his wife was 16 when they got married when they had their first child. Oh, doing the math based on whose birthdays and this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. Definitely and, seen that. and so I was like, oh shit, this is actually. An interesting factoid and kind of funny, so I, I send it to them. I'm like, oh yeah, George Jetson uh, uh, did this stuff and blah blah blah. And I showed it. He's like, well, I mean, it doesn't make him a pedo or anything. Like, she, what's the age of consent and blah blah. And he starts. I'm like, I'm not here to talk about the age of consent, dude. This is just an interesting factoid. And like, if your if your qualifying argument is the age of consent, then I'm sorry, you don't have an argument here. It's just it's just take place in, in space, Utah, and it's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's space Mormons. Space Lake City. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think we can call it a day with that. Yeah, we broke <laughs> so, Tim. I wasn't uh, ready for that. I like that. Space Lake City. So, uh, I... This is my full disclosure. I don't know what the age of consent in Utah is. <laughs> just figure, figure that was probably the easiest. Joke. Probably like twelve. Yeah. <laughs> just for like, well, we'll get back to you on that one. Yeah. yeah. The Brose Podcast. 
is available on all major podcasting platforms. And of course, if you want to see uh, when our latest episodes drop, uh, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast, Facebook at Brose podcast, and Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. And if you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our listener questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, Shannon Vogel, who designs our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Vogel Art Shop on Facebook, that's V-O-G-E-L, uh, or at her shop on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert. And you can listen to Stephen's work at the Free Music Archive. Time for some plugs. Rich Sweeten, uh, what is going on with you? Uh, uh, at B underscore Walnuts on Twitter. And uh, I not only am I back on Twitch, but I'm also on YouTube. I'm streaming both places. It's my bad boy era. I'm breaking the rules. Uh, so at Twitch.com slash B underscore Walnuts and youtube.com slash at b walnuts or at b underscore walnuts check me out on streams and let's plays and all that stuff the and woke sjw's don't want rich to be on twitch but he's there baby <laughs> Got him. Him. he's wearing a leather jacket he's smoking cigs he's telling dirty nurse uh little miss muffet nursery rhymes <laughs> oh no the, oh. the 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 bad boy era as in uh yeah. twitch says we're not allowed to simul stream and it breaks terms of service. But I'm going to have to pay them $25 whether they delete my contract or not. So mm-hmm. I might as well do it if I'm going to leave them. Hey, Twitch, what's in the bowl, bitch? Oh! <laughs> oh! Uh, and uh, PodQuest Weekly Nerdy Roundtable Talk Show, where all podcasts are available. Uh, Sean O'Brien is on Twitter at Hey It's SOB, and he throws frisbees uh, on all sorts of uh, social media at OB Disc Golf, except for Instagram, where it's OB underscore Disc Golf. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's the one. Yeah. Nailed it. Tim Hansen, where are you on Twitter? And uh, do you want to tell us about our friends at the uh, the Poop City podcast, Escape from Poop City? Are they? Did they escape? Did they make it out? Oh. All right, cool. Uh, you can, start with your Twitter handle. You, you can find me on Twitter at Tim R. Hansen. Um, and if you're enjoying our mirthy uh, repartee and conversations, then you're, pro- you're definitely going to enjoy our buddies Stephen and Charles over at Escape from Poop City, where they discuss topics of their choosing, usually around uh, current events. And uh, if shit gets too uh, heavy or someone starts getting pissed off about realizing that, oh, that guy, last time I saw him, he was a great guy, but like his life sucked. Uh, I'm bummed out now. Uh, Then they will trigger a randomly selected one one of 40 predetermined thought experiments, whether it's uh, coming up with a four course or six course meal based on the decades of life you've lived. If you've been that old, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't even think they're 60. I don't know why I went with six. I think they only did four because I think mm-hmm. they're in their 40s. But whatever. But um, yeah, great guys. Very entertaining. Uh, funny conversations. And uh, very, very prone to callbacks and, and, and good pop culture jokes. So uh, yeah, give them a listen on your favorite podcatcher. And is Baby Gronk the, 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 what is it? Baby, is Baby Gronk the, the what king that? I can't remember. They love. I that also joke. can't remember. Like that's only been in the last couple of months, but yeah. Baby Gronk, something about Baby Gronk. <laughs> they bring him the, up every episode since they found out about it. So yeah, why not? Yeah, just talk about the twelve-year-old who's committed to like Alabama or whatever. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. It's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. I have no takes about Baby Gronk. Uh, my plug for this week is uh, Roscoe and Shlomo, these uh, adorable little Canon dogs uh, that my wife and daughter and I met a couple weeks ago in Collingswood. Uh, this nice guy. My, my daughter loves dogs. She went over and pet the dogs. Uh, and the owner very graciously let us know that they are Canon dogs. They're very rare breed of dog that originated in the desert region of israel and uh they have they're so rare that there's like a small community of, of people around the world uh on facebook who own these canon dogs you can follow them on facebook at roscoe and shlomo the canon dogs uh if you want to follow their exploits on facebook they're adorable well-behaved uh well-trained little pups and uh they're, they're, they're very cute if you just want to look at two very cute dogs they're, they're not bad they're very cute i can't emphasize enough how cute they are they're good boys. Are they cute? They're Are they cute? cute? How cute? Shl- they're Shlomo and Roscoe cute. Say uh, goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Sean O'Brien, Rich Sweet, and the entire action moves team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all how cute Roscoe and Shlomo are. And to be smart about being stupid.